Welcome to Mam on Podcast, Mike and Mike on Mike, a podcast where two Marks talk about their top fives. We release our podcast every Sunday at 9am on all big podcasting services, including Apple, Spotify, and help me out here, Mike. Anchor, Deezer. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll redo that again. Amazon. Hi, welcome to Mam on Podcast, Mike and Mark on Mike, where two Mikes talk about their top fives. Our podcast release every Sunday on 9am, at 9am, oh for fuck's sake. Fair time's a charm. Right, last one, with a bit more energy this time as well. Hi, and welcome to Mam on Podcast, Mike and Mike on Mike, a podcast about top fives. We release our podcast every Sunday at 9am on all major podcasting services, including Apple and Spotify. Today, we're going to be talking about our top five Disney shows. And just to clarify, I don't think we've properly discussed this, but in my head, this is shows that were on the Disney Channel rather than shows that were completely made, produced and released, whatever, by Disney. I think that's fair. I think all of mine were made by Disney, but not necessarily on the Disney Channel. So we've got different interpretations, but that's what this is about. There we go. So we can have the... Well, like I say, for me, I watched I watched all of these shows on the Disney Channel in the I don't know nineties, maybe early noughties. So I was I consider them a Disney Channel show, even if it wasn't completely made for the Disney Channel. Show. Yeah, that's fair. Um, how's your week been, then? Uh, tiring, long. Obviously, having a baby, <laughs> just getting sleep. He's he's sleeping well. It's just disjointed sleep, isn't it? It just makes you more tired. When did you go back to work? I go back. Uh, in tomorrow, for people listening oh, wow. to this, so this is the, for you, the last... for, for you, it's next week. But for people listening, it's tomorrow. How long has paternity been? I feel like you've been off for ages. I had two weeks pater- uh, paternity and then two weeks annual leave. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you? That's been really. Nice. To go back, or do you really not want to go back? It's going to be weird going back because Lauren's on her own to look over, uh, look after Theodore. Um... <laughs> He's going to change the name. He's always time. been Theodore, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do it. I think you should change his name each time, but then, ever, but then once, like dropping his real name, just confuse people. They'll have no idea. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just going to be a change of system, and then obviously I'll, I'll be at work, and then when I come home, I'll be taking over looking after, and then Lauren will do through the night. I just said his name again, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Just say, just say the baby. The baby. That's what we'll say. When we refer to him, we'll say the baby. Yeah. Um, so it's just going to be a different sort of atmosphere, well, not atmosphere, but a bit of a change to what it's currently been. But yeah, it's going to be sad going back because I've really enjoyed it. Like, he's changing so much constantly, which I know, like, everyone says it. Oh, they changed so much to begin with. Uh, three weeks, he really has changed so much. It's insane. Yeah, Lawrence of the day to me, I just feel like he's like becoming a, uh, like a human being now. Like, he's starting to show his personality. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Which at the moment is unfortunately crying for Lauren downstairs. Oh. <laughs> I do, do feel a bit sorry at the moment, but she's told me to come up here and film the podcast, so doing it for you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment. I know, right? I told her to text me if she needs me. But yeah. How's your week been? Yeah, good. Um, busy. I was just saying to you, sort of off air, so to speak. Um, well, yeah, say so, so to speak, some... it was off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but the reason I say that is because obviously normally you say off air, you're normally in the room. Yeah. You know, people say that, whereas we were technically on. I've technically recorded everything you said. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just doing some DIY, changing uh, rooms around. But, yeah, it's been good. Lovely. So we're both a bit tired today then. Yeah. Hopefully well, look, we can get some energy into this. <laughs> do you know what? I think I will, though, because actually I'm really excited to talk about some of these. 
Yeah, I feel I am, especially one of them. I've just been listening to the theme tune to one of them while I've been waiting for you and singing along to it. Oh. Yeah. I th- and, and do you know what? I think this is going to be the first one where we have a lot of crossover. I've got a feeling we're going to have two or three this time. Potentially. Potentially. Um, right, before we start, last podcast that was released, I believe, uh, we were talking about your cousin's uh, book choices. Oh, yes. I'd actually forgotten about this. Uh, and it's Sally, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and I asked a question about her opinion on it, and she got back to you, didn't she, about that ending, that controversial book ending. Yes. So, how is what she has said is the ending to the it bit, where they all have sex, is horrible. I have to say, each time I've read it since I've skipped that part, very glad it wasn't included in the film. Interestingly, oh, nice. the whole ending thing is a big joke against Stephen King. He's notorious for fantastic stories and awful endings. He admits it himself. And so many times people say, great book, bad ending. So it was like a little joke at himself in the film to say that he's rubbish at endings. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a famous interview uh, with Stephen King and... Well, I say interview, I don't know what you'd call it, a discussion, I guess, that's been filmed with uh, Stephen King and George R. R. Martin. And George R. R. Martin asks him, he says, how do you write so quickly? <laughs> um, but I guess maybe that's the flip side, yeah. is if you're producing books so quickly, maybe you have to rush the ending when you're not quite sure how to do it. But you're just like, well, I've got a deadline, I need to get it done. Which makes sense. Yeah. I'd rather go for a good ending, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer that, you, yeah, you should... I don't know. I feel like George R. Martin's maybe taking the mic a little bit, but yeah. I would I would rather someone take their time and get it right. Or, as, Well, I don't know. Right's a subjective thing, isn't it? But I'd rather have the author's vision of how they wanted to do it. You know, that they're happy releasing it. Absolutely. Than being forced into releasing a book that they're not happy with. Yeah. No, that's fair. Right, should we jump straight in with your first choice, your number five? Yes, bear with me a second. I'll just quickly read something about mine, just because I don't want to get it wrong when I say it. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. I knew the ending to this show, but then since Googling it, it doesn't actually end on that episode, and I'm like really confused because there was another uh, seven episodes after that. That's very confused. So yeah, <laughs> this was a show that um, in the UK aired on ITV and then had reruns on Disney Channel. I'm not okay. 100% sure where I watched it, but on the Disney Channel, it was on 1995 to 2002, and I'm pretty sure I watched it before then. So I don't think I, I think I watched it on ITV. Um, it was made by the Jim Henson Television Company alongside Disney, and it's called Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about some anthropomorphic uh, dinosaurs, and it's just a sitcom series. It literally is just a sitcom in which the dinosaurs do very human things and tackle some really quite sort of serious topics as well, but in a very odd style because it is dinosaurs who are doing all of this as opposed to humans. So do you remember watching this then? Not much, but I've definitely, I don't know, seen bits while flicking through TV. I've watched, you know, the odd episode, but I don't think, I've never like sat and watched no, lots of I'm sure you'll, old. if anything, most people remember um, Baby Sinclair the little baby yeah. throughout the whole episode is really cute. But yeah, really quite serious. They handle some very, very serious topics and topical issues and sort of um, issues at the time that were going on. So I've got here on Wikipedia a list of things that include environmentalism, endangered species, women's rights, sexual harassment, LGBT rights, objectification of women, censorship, civil rights, body image, steroid use, literally loads of sort of serious topical issues done in a sitcom style for kids. Well, I say for kids. I think it was more young adults it was more aimed for, towards. But yeah, it was a really good series from what I remember. can't remember loads about it, but I remember really enjoying it. But the ending, I remember, was quite devastating. And then, so, I'm not sure whether I'm going to cut it out, but I'm presuming I'm going to keep it in, to be fair. Um, I was just reading some... I saw that it 
ends, but then there was another seven episodes after what I remember the ending to be, and that's because it was sort of cancelled, and they sort of wrote the series finale, and then sort of they did another seven episodes after that. So it's a bit out of order. Yeah, but it's out of order because of that, because the ending, spoiler alert, ends with basically an ice age happening and um, the extinction of the dinosaurs. And it's all caused, yeah, it's all caused by sort of, um, because it's all sort of the irresponsible actions of the dinosaurs towards their environment. So it's quite a political sort of agenda there. Yeah, and it ends with um, snow falling around the Sinclair house, saying that basically a volcanic winter is about to happen. That's so interesting, Jonathan, because if that was, what, early 90s, that was, you know, written, filmed, released uh, originally... I don't remember many shows in in the noughties talk about really. I feel like that's something that started to come up more since I don't know twenty. I, I would onwards. agree. Yeah, I think like the Lorax written by um Doctor Zeus discusses that quite vividly. But yeah, I agree. After sort of until now, people didn't really they didn't really they ignored it, don't they? People ignore it. And then I think more like, recently, I know, like, people are now taking notice that actually we need to be better to the planet we live in. Yeah, but I think that for me that was one of the more direct ones. I know, like Lord of the Rings, for instance, that touches on doesn't environmentalism and stuff like that. But what, but, what but well, with like the um, the Orakai, like taking um, destroying all the trees to create their like you know towers and siege engines and things like that. You see them like cutting down and burning. Okay, uh, yeah. And obviously that you have those problems with the tree ends, but but I think that's more a general. I don't know. You know, you look at like Gandalf's very in touch with nature. The elves are very in touch with nature, and, and as a result, they live longer and they're meant. Yeah, you know, they come across wiser, don't they? But yeah. th- that's like a very like, on the nose look. We keep doing what we're doing to destroy the planet. Which, Definitely. Like I say, I, you know, I think it took a while for us to get there. Yeah. In terms of more modern TV shows, maybe. Like, I feel like that's a bit ahead of its time. I think it's cool. Yeah. And it really, like, it says a lot. I think there's very few sitcoms who do it. They end on a very serious sort of political note as opposed to going for the hard-hitting comedy. Because, mm. like, Scrubs, I wouldn't say political note, but Scrubs ends on a very sort of sad, happy note, but doesn't go mm. for that comedy ending. And it's when they actually do it, it actually works out really well for the shows, I feel. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's my number five pick. I like that. That's a good one. So, my number five is, I've got two shows on here that when I talk to people, no one's ever heard of it. Okay. And this is one of them, um, and that is Smart Guy. Oh, I've heard of that. Nice. Yeah, I used to watch Um, it all the time. Yeah, it was really good. So that was um, about a child prodigy called TJ, um, who was essentially, I think he skipped a lot of grades to get into high school, even though he was a lot younger, because he was, was so intelligent. Yeah. Um, so it was sort of about his sort of interactions, I guess, as, as a younger person with these older people, but also the fact that he's not only is he younger than them, he's still smarter than them. Yeah. Um, but I think it was really good, though, because it sort of touched on, I think, I think, you know, in America particularly, I think there's a bit of an obsession with, you know, like in England maybe, there's uh, there's a lot of people who want to raise their children to be footballers, perhaps. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure on them to become a footballer uh, because they'll earn a lot of money for family. I feel like there's a, a sort of similar thing but with, with child prodigies in America where they, like, push them into, um, when they are, you know, deemed gifted, perhaps push them maybe too hard. Um, and I think like, what was really cool is that, Smart guy looked at that as well. Looked at maybe perhaps I remember an episode where he had almost a bit of a breakdown because of the pressure he felt, you know, to to be at the level he was at, even though he was years ahead of his sort of level age wise. Yeah, well, he was years ahead, sort of like um, in terms of smartness, but in terms of mentality, if that if that's the right word. Sort of yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, and that's about to say that. Yeah, the behind. emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's a better word. 
he was he was behind everyone. So that that made the interesting subject for him trying to deal deal with mm. the older situations that come with being in high school when he's actually still quite a young kid. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I, well, both of ours, I think, as well. Yours probably more so. But yeah, I like that the fact. I think sometimes when you watch children's TV shows, I don't know, they almost like talk down to their audience, like they're not smart enough to get anything that could be considered like a moral message or a deeper meaning. It's got to be a bit or just constantly silly. Um, yeah. I think, you know, even as a kid, like obviously I appreciate it probably more now as an adult thinking back on it, but even as a child, I, I remember picking up on those ideas and, and taking them in. It just, I don't know, it just helps your general common sense, general knowledge, doesn't it, I think, when you watch these shows. Because like I said, putting those situations, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's one that I don't have many memories specifically of an episode or a part. It's just something I always remember watching and, and, and enjoying. And, and, and again, the concept, I think, was just felt original to me, at least. Maybe there's been lots of things. I know there was an American one with, is it Doogie Howser? I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, with uh, Neil Patrick Harris as a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, I wonder if there is this like American culture's obsession with like child prodigies and potentially parents trying to push them. Yeah, but no, that's a good one. I'd actually forgotten about Smart. Well, every now and again, I get reminded of Smart Guy when I flick on E4 and they've got the show called Baby Daddy on there. I don't watch it; it's very cringe American comedy. But the guy who plays TJ on there is in that series. It's quite oh, weird. Really? To see- yeah, quite weird to see him as an adult because he actually does look identical. Because you watch it and you're like. God, that's smart guy. Like, <laughs> instantly, without sort of even like, it's weird that he's quite a bit older now, but looks identical in it. That's so weird. We have just seen he was on apparently on an episode of uh, Desperate Housewives, and that's so weird <laughs> because I see, I think he's one of those people who'll always be a child in my eyes. Yeah, I don't think like, like you said, I don't think we ever take him seriously. Exactly. Now. But yeah, good choice. Like I said, one that I'd completely forgotten about. Nice one. And wasn't I? Don't think it's produced. Looking at Wikipedia by um. Disney, it's Warner Brothers, but showing it on Disney Channel. Yeah, that was like I said. There's been a few like that for me. They're yeah. not necessarily or, or the other way around. Pat made by Disney, but shown on a different channel. Right, moving on to your number four. Um, so my number four is one again, not got loads and loads of memories of, but did enjoy watching um when I was younger, and it's Kim Possible. Yeah. It's just a great little sort of um, action comedy show. And um, Jill's perfect. That's my number four. Is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So I've got, not got hundreds of memories of Kim Possible whatsoever, but I know I, it was quite frequently on in my house um, watching it, like me, my brother, my sister, potentially my sister. I don't know when it came out because she's 10 years younger than me. Um, but yeah, just really enjoyable little show. I think as well... I- I think that that's one of those American shows that crossed over really well as well because um, you, you know obviously like we've got James Bond, haven't we? For instance, oh, it's very J- James Bondy, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think that's even almost. I remember when Ron sort of tries to become a spy some episodes, and he calls well, doesn't he become a Ron spy? In the end. Does he? I think he does in the end. But yeah. Run stoppable and then and his naked mole rat, isn't it? I must say, I remember calling someone a naked mole rat as an insult school. <laughs> I was like, so it's so crooked, so specific. <laughs> yeah, that is a very sort of specific <laughs> insult. But yeah, no, it's um a good series, and it also like had quite a it had a bit of a story overarching it all, didn't it? Mm, yeah. Of whether the war they won't they with Ron and Kim effectively yeah that's it i think a lot of these shows don't have much continuity do they like no. you know i think that with fresh prince a lot of what happened in that episode never really gets brought up ever again i know there's obviously there were some parts but the sort of day-to-day high school drama doesn't really follow through that much whereas yeah on here you, you, you were 
you've seen how that you know cause you'd have moments, wouldn't you, where they perhaps in an episode got a bit closer, and then those following episodes, you know, their relationship had slightly changed slightly, and you, you yeah, could, you could follow along, couldn't you, with it? Absolutely. Did they ever get together? Like me, and like, is there like a? I'm almost one hundred percent certain they did. Are you looking? No, well, I'm not. But I was just thinking as well. How does? I wonder how it ends. Like, do they? I think what... there was a movie. Wasn't there a live action film that came? Yeah, out they did it recently well? with the kid from the Goldbergs in it playing Bronze Loffable. But I think they're actually on Disney Plus planning a live action series of Kim Possible. I might be wrong as that about that. I think it's something as well. You could. I think if you did it, you could make it a little bit older, perhaps in tone as well. Yeah. Uh, the series ends with Kim and Ron graduating. Is that it? Is that all you found out? <laughs> well, when I googled it, that's what happened. That's what it says. Um, Kim goes to her parents for a second time for the scene. She's very upbeat on graduation. Up. She's very beat up graduation uniform. During and after it, she's in a brand new uniform. I think that's maybe a continuity thing. It's saying, yeah, apparently graduate. Well, reading here in season four when they're dating officially. Ron struggles with his insecurity regarding Kim, but I'm going to guess that they end together. together. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Probably should have researched that a little bit more before we started talking about it. <laughs> no, but, but, but I think like with that, this thing, isn't it, with these shows, it's the nostalgia, isn't it? it's how it made us feel. Like oh, said, absolutely. Just... A lot of mine have the nostalgia coming with it, because let's be honest, we don't go back and watch these shows from a kid now, do we? So it's... Well, if you did, it'd be rubbish, wouldn't they? I think that's yeah. the problem. I will, I will say, I went back and watched two of mine, and it's absolutely horrendous. Is that why you only did two? You're like, I can't yeah. do my, my one and two choices, I watched back, and they was like, oh, this doesn't hold out, hold up. But hey, <laughs> I thought I'd give it a go to try and be better at sort of discussing it. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia coming with all of mine. Nice one. Right, um, number three next then. I wonder yeah. if we, we I'm, I'm hoping if we uh, match up again now. Well, this made me realise when you're talking about Smart Guy that there's um, that Disney likes characters called TJ. Oh, yeah, then our number three is matched up. <laughs> is it recess? Yeah. <laughs> this is going well, so this is going to be a shorter episode than normal. <laughs> but I like that they've actually matched up as well. I know, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think we'll match up on the next two. That's what I'm going to say from my two. But yeah, yeah, I don't re- think you were for my number one. Yeah. No, Recess, again, a show in which I know I watched loads and loads of the kid. Couldn't tell you a lot of the plots or anything. I remember like all the characters, TJ, uh, Vince, Spinelli. Um, I remember watching a documentary once in which they had all the voice actors talking about it. And it was like, I do. pretty much based the characters on them as well. That's cool. Like, what they're, they're quite like. But yeah, I found that quite interesting watching that documentary. I think it must have been on Disney Channel alongside um, Recess. It must have been well, do you know what? I think it maybe it came out or was linked to the film they did. Maybe. I never watched the film. Oh, do you know? films. No, there's quite a few films. But I well, never the, watched I the, Recess Schools Out. Well, I think that went to the cinema, didn't it? I'm yeah, like. that was one. And then all the others went um, straight to uh, DVD or video back in the days. But yeah, uh, just a, it's a, again a charming show about a load of misfits, really, in, uh, well... I think are they in secondary? Well, their version of secondary school, high school. I don't know. Younger I, than that? I I felt like they were. They're fourth primary? graders. Fourth graders, which is what's that in America? Is that year four? Is that the way it works? I don't know. There were there's fourth graders basically in school, and I like, TJ was obviously the cool one. Um, but you had your misfits there with all of them, and I quite like sort of like Spinelli, and there was the Ashleys, wasn't there? And she didn't want to be part of the Ashleys because there was like a girl clique, and she didn't want to be part of them. Um, yeah, it was just a fun show. I remember watching all the time. And who was that kid, the w- little weasel kid? Was it Gus? Or was yeah, Gus... I think it was. No, yeah. Gus. Gus is the um, nerdy kid in the group. I can't remember what his name is then. Vince oh, Stone. but I know exactly. That is that no, his Vin- name. 
Finster's the teacher. Randall? Randall, that's it. Randall's a Weasley name. Sorry for any listeners called Randall. But it he is reminds me of Randall from uh, Monster Inc. as well. That's exactly like what I was about to say. character. <laughs> but yeah. Or Wormtongue in like Lord of the Rings, like in the yeah. background, whispering and trying to manipulate people. Because he, he was just very, like always going straight to the, um, uh, the teacher. Yeah, to the teacher, was it? Miss Finster. But yeah, just enjoyed the show, really enjoyed it. It was a fun one. I also remember as well, I think what I liked about it is it. Um, I think with, with things like Smart Guy and Kim Possible, I think sometimes they were self-aware that their audience was older than the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps what the characters did was a little bit older than their age, which, you know, worked fine. But I think what was good about Recess is, is it picked up on things that I remember even in England when I was that age that we talked about, like this idea that someone was like, Oh, I, I, yeah, because everyone's tried to get the swing all the way around, haven't they? I remember that being episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the that became obsessed. Yes. And I was like, that's so funny because I was like, you know, this is an American show, but this is something I spoke about before. And again, that idea that no one believed them. You know, this person who said they've done it. Yeah. And no one believes them. And it's like, I remember that, you know, you always get that in primary school, don't you? Where it's like, someone's like, oh, I did this. Yeah, no, you didn't. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that. I wish there was more specific episodes that I could remember. Maybe when, um, Gringo's older, I'll um get sit down with him and watch all these old shows. My yeah. number one on the list, I definitely want to what um show him and watch with him. What I'd your like number to... one of this list is? Yeah. Um, but yeah, reading. I, was, I have just remembered a little bit after reading a little bit more. Um, now it was sort of they the whole playground was built into sort of like a little society, wasn't it? Because there was a mm. sixth grader called King Bob who was essentially in charge of the whole of the playground they all had like the different classes due to their years and stuff like yeah. that yeah i do remember that now the more i think about it i also remember um was it was it mikey the really sporty one or was it no vince? that's vince mikey yeah, vince. was the big big guy i remember there being an episode where they like went into the future or they imagined them in the future so you saw them all grown up and i remember like i don't know what the episode was about i don't know if tj like fell over and hit his head or something yeah. But like I said, I think it was really cool though. They had like the little moments, like I say, that was quite realistic. Like, you know, someone says that they can get over the um, the swing, but they don't believe it. And then you had the sort of bigger moments as well. Like I said, those sort of almost like rugrats when they'd, they'd have these episodes where they imagined what life would be like, or they'd be like in this certain situation. I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I also remember this really sad episode. Like I'd watched it loads. It seemed to I'd just be, you know, like when you randomly put recess on, it seemed to be one of those repeats I used to get a lot. Yeah. And there's an episode where Spinelli, um I think she had I think she had quite a troubled childhood, but it's never really specified. Okay. Um and she had to spend the night at um at one of the teachers' houses. That sort of old woman and she had to spend a couple nights there for for some reason. I don't know if her mum was I vaguely remember like this that. as well, yeah. And I just remember it being quite a dark episode. Like again, I was like, that's gonna be one of those terrifying things when you're in primary. You're thinking like, what have you had to spend a weekend at your teacher's house? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's just I don't know, like I say it had some it, it mixed it up in, in its tone quite a lot. Absolutely. Um, and I thought that was what was really good and kept it fresh. You could have really silly episodes, really fun episodes, and like I say, the sort of darker ones is why it worked really well. Yeah, no, I agree. I really enjoyed that show. And it's one that I think would semi hold out now if you used to rewatch it back. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I genuinely do. Yeah. Uh, nice one. Now let's see if our number two matches up as well. Absolutely won't. <laughs> because I've not encountered anyone who. Apart from maybe my sort of family and extended family who mm-hmm. has watched this show, um, 
I'll tell you a little story about it first. So I remember in Bristol, it must have been sort of like 2014, 15, um, there was a bar called The Hatchet, and it was sort of a rock bar. And it was really, like, loved it. Absolutely awesome. And they had a sort of nightclub above it. And I can't remember what sort of night it was, but it was a, it was a rock night, basically, up in the nightclub. We went there one night. And suddenly, on the um, dance floor, the song that starts playing is the theme tune to this, but sort of a techno remix. <laughs> and everyone but about four people get off. And there's me with four people, well, three people I don't know, just dancing and singing along to the theme tune <laughs> of this um, song. And it was absolutely phenomenal. And I, I've searched for ages to try and find a remix, and I've never found the exact one. That Do you reckon the DJ to. must have done it or something? Quite possibly. It was absolutely amazing. Um but the theme tune is fantastic for this. Uh, I'll tell you a bit more about it in a second. But it's called The Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Wait, that's the TV show? Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Exactly. No one's ever heard of it. Um, I think it was a bit before our time. But it, I definitely watched it, sort of thing. So it started in 1985 and finished in 1991. But it was definitely on Disney Channel still as I was growing up. In fact, yeah, I can see here, shown on Disney Channel in 2000. And one, so it was still about when we was growing up. But it was absolutely fantastic. It was about um, a group of anthropomorphic uh, bears, effectively, who are the last. So <laughs> it's quite got quite a bit of deep lore. The series focuses on the es- escapades of the gummy bears, which are anthropomorphic bears who are the last remnants of once great civilization of gummies <laughs> that fled the land centuries ago when humans, jealous of their advancements and magical skills, forced the species into exile. Now regarded by most humankind as fairy tales, the show's main cast of gummy bears um, live in the vast subterranean warren of Gummy Glen in the medieval kingdom of Dunwin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> the main antagonist, tan- uh, sorry, main antagonist of Dunwin and the Gummies is Duke Sigmund Igforn, a renegade noble with an army of ogres from neighbouring province of Dirkmoor. Like, it had quite a lot of deep lore to it. <laughs> um, but it was an, like, I, this is one, like I said, I tried to rewatch, and it is very kiddie orientated. I'm like, how did I, how has it got such deep lore and be so sort of focused for the young? Maybe it gets better as the series goes on. I can't remember massively. But yeah, they used to have this gummy berry juice that gave them their powers. So it'd um, uh, make them sort of bounce in the air, effectively. It'd give them their bounce. And if you watch the theme tune, you'll understand. But it has uh, different effects on other species, if you will. The ogres and humans, for example, giving humans super strength as opposed to just bouncing. So they sort of try and keep their gummy juice to themselves because if the gummy juice gets out, then it'll get ridiculous power to whoever uses it i mean i I really like the sound of this yeah i've just found it a weird fact as well i don't know if you know this it inspired the tv show gargoyles that doesn't surprise me with the ogres yeah um yeah apparently the guy who watched it was a big fan of it so he set out very consciously to create a show like gummy bears with that kind of rich backstory and mythology to it but the but they would get more respect (laughs) yeah gargoyles is definitely a lot more sort of older child orientated but yeah, the theme tune, so I said I'd come back to the theme tune, um, was actually performed by Joseph Williams, who's the lead singer from Toto, who's seeing um, <laughs> Africa. Yeah, I love that. Like, the theme tune is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I'm going to link the theme tune when we post this episode, because it is fantastic, and I love it. And I'll, if anyone who went to um, the Hatchet in Bristol, went to the nightclub and listened to this song, please, please get in touch if you know sort of the version that we listen to because that would be amazing so i feel like maybe we'll leave it a week so we want to spoil it or two but then maybe do a poll for to see how many people have heard of our shows almost yeah 
Like I said, so, this is one that no one seems to have heard of whenever I talk to people about it. Like I said, I was in this club dancing to it, and all my friends were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, the gummy bears! <laughs> but yeah. There you go, that's my number two choice. Nice one. Um, my number two, my number one, similar to yours, Not I've never met, I don't think I've met anyone who's ever heard of it, to be honest. Um, but... It's, but it's not like I've asked loads of people. So, but my number two is one that is hugely popular, well loved to the point that it's created a spin-off show. That's so Raven. No. Oh, I thought it was. No, good shout. Got us... Go well, on, this then. was a spin-off show years after. Okay. Where the child oh, characters. Oh, it's my number one. Okay, so. <laughs> Should we well, talk you, about it in a second? Yeah, well, I tell you what, yeah, let's save my number two to talk about with your number one. Okay. And we will skip to honourable mentions. Just to confirm, the spin-off, is it literally the gender of the first name that changes? Yes. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone's probably got an idea of what that is now. <laughs> yes, potentially. Well, before we go on to our number ones then, and my number two along with your number one. Yep. Um... Let's hear your honourable... How many honourable mentions you got for us this week? Oh, I feel like I've only got one, but I feel like I need to do two because... Just spice I always have to keep that, yeah. Well, I always have to. Well, more than two normally. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was one a of, dig. <laughs> one of them is one that I was definitely too old to be watching. This is one mm-hmm. I've just fought off on, on the cusp. Um, definitely too old to be watching, but I just remember it being a fun show that had jokes in there for adults as well. And yeah. the theme tune was fantastic. It was written by um and or performed by Bowling for Soup. Right. And it's Phineas and Ferb. Oh yeah. But I it's think just... that's still pretty loved now, isn't it? Even oh yeah, it's, it's still going, I think. Like they have all sorts like movies and all sorts happening with it. But it was just a fun little uh T V show and yeah, like you say, adults enjoy it, kids love it. It's just one of those shows that is catered for kids but puts nods in there for adults as well to make it enjoyable watching. Nice. And as a uh, as a father, you're going to really appreciate the shows that do that and hate the ones that don't. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my other one is, again, I can't remember too much about it, but I remember enjoying it. And mm. it's Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I loved Lizzie McGuire, yeah. Yeah. Um, recently got cancelled for a spin-off show on Disney, didn't it? Yeah, because she wanted to be mature, didn't she? And they yeah, said so no. like, talking about sex and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, Disney didn't want the mature side of it. They wanted it to be a kids' show, effectively. It's like, but hold on, they're all adults now. But and also, everyone who watched it was adults. So yeah, you know what? She was just like I. I remember. I think everyone seemed to fancy Lizzie McGuire. I don't think it was it was anything to do with her look. She just had a, she had a, like a cool personality. I felt like you know you watched it. Yeah, I think partly the reason was I think she probably was playing herself a lot. Yeah, playing Hilary Duff. Hilary yeah. Duff playing Hilary Duff. <laughs> yeah, like whenever I've seen interviews, I'm like, oh yeah, she seems just like Lizzie McGuire. So uh, maybe maybe that was why it is so well loved because because of that. You could see it was a real almost person, not just a character, maybe. Yeah. But I'm probably reading too much into that. <laughs> oh, I'm still in sh- oh, sorry, I'm just still in shock that we've had three crossovers on this one. I know, I told you that. I thought this one <laughs> yeah, would be. Yeah, I didn't think we would. Well, we've got quite a similar taste though, haven't we, yeah. in a lot of ways. And yeah. there's not that much to pick from. No, exactly. So this will be a shorter episode because of it. But my other mention was similar to your Phineas and Ferb one, where I was perhaps a little bit too old to watch it, so I didn't watch loads. I think I only watched like bits of the first series. But again, mm-hmm. they seem to have jokes that were a little bit adult in tone as well. Uh, and that was Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, I watched that because so my sister's um ten years younger than me, so I definitely watched a lot more kids shows 
older than I should have done or younger mm. than I should have done because of that. But yeah, Zach and Cody, apparently, if you've re- I, when I was researching about this, apparently mm. that's one of the worst shows to go back and rewatch. Really? It's absolutely horrendous, apparently. Well, I still even remember now looking back, there's a lot of overacting, like a yeah. lot of overacting. Like it's very dramatic over the top. So maybe that's why, perhaps. Cause I remember even watching, like I said, I was, maybe a li- I was probably a little bit too old to watch it, so I didn't really get past the first season, I don't think. But, yeah, I remember even watching those parts I liked, and then sometimes I was like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I do agree, Um, the acting. I can't remember the actors' names, but they were very over-the-top, some of them. Mm. But, yeah, the kids have done well for themselves. Oh, one of them has. I don't know which one. I think it's not Dylan, it's the other one, I think, on Riverdale. Done yeah. very well for himself now. Yeah, I think uh, done well to transition from that child actor. Um... Well, because all of them, they started off in, do you remember, there's in Friends and Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, you're right. Played Ross's dad, uh, son, even. That'd be yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, so they rotated between the two, I think. And then, yeah, yeah the, on, um, in Big Daddy, they played the little kid, obviously. What a great film that is as well. That was that was one of my favourite films when I was younger, growing up. Um, yeah, good shout. They did a spin-off of that called Sweet Life on Deck. Yes. Which I didn't watch, watch it, that. but... No, definitely never watched that. Again, I remember one that was flicking through, I saw. They were on a cruise ship, I'm assuming, weren't they? Of, yeah. Rather than a hotel. Right, to number one and to our joint number one. Are we going to go well, for the joint? Well, your number one and my number two, I should say. Well, I'll let you introduce it because I introduced the other two. Okay. Um, um, well, classic show and one that I think was, I don't know if it was groundbreaking, but it felt like, it a bit like I said about Harry Potter, but it did feel groundbreaking. the yeah. actors growing up and then the tone of the show changing because of the... Because they were getting older, you experienced the older things that they did as well. Yeah. And that was Boy Meets World. Absolutely fantastic series. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy it's on Disney Plus and I'm going to introduce my kid to it. Is it? Oh, yeah, nice. it's on Di- so I watched the first episode. Um, and do you know what? Even though it is designed for kids, some of the jokes are actually pretty good. I remember laughing at one in terms of I was like, actually, that hit the mark, that joke. <laughs> that was really quite good, yeah. Um, well, ben Savage was just great, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was brilliant in it. Um, who was his name Corey something yeah it was Corey Matthews that's the one because he was quite a big child actor wasn't he was he he was he he was in The Princess um, Bride oh he played the little kid that's having a story told to him yes now you say I can see him yeah Yeah. it was a great show that got cancelled I can't think what it's called now it's called Something Friends um, on Netflix and he's in that and he's quite good but anyway we're talking about Boy Meets World I tried to rewatch it and um when when I found out it was getting remade, I tried to watch it because I remember having so like enjoying it so much, and it yeah. being that one of the best children shows I've ever seen. Like I said, because of growing up, and I watched I think the first three episodes back to back, and I was like, "Where the fuck's Topanga?" And I, well, like, yes, I did the exact same thing after watching the first episode because <laughs> I I then started googling it. So for those who don't know about the show, it's about um, Corey Matthews predominantly, but also all of his friends in um, school. So it starts off with them in sixth grade. And um, they've got a teacher called Mr. Feeney, who is one of the best teachers in the world. No offence, Mike. <laughs> Not taken. <laughs> I think you'd agree with that. Like, he's a, in terms of just watching the show and to the kids, he's just such a great role model. And he's Even really when they great. don't realise it. Yeah, just always just teaching me. them life lessons, which is what mm. the show's about, just teaching life lessons as it goes along. And um, again, spoiler, the show ends with um, pretty much Corey um, and Topanga marrying and going off to New York, I think. Um, but in the first couple of episodes, like Mike said, Topanga's not there, but she's such a big focus on the show. 
And she's only a minor character in the first series, isn't she? When you look into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is considered a recurring character rather than a yeah. um, a main member of the cast. But it's just about, like, it follows their sort of relationship as, as Corey starts to become interested in girls because the idea sort of disgusts him. Like, in the first episode, his um, brother ditches him um, instead of going to baseball to go on a date. And just Corey can't understand why. And it's just slowly about these people growing in terms of their maturity and everything. It's... It's just a lovely series. It really is. And it was as well. Like for you growing up, like you say, it's about him learning about the world. And, yes. you know, you did as well growing up. And like, like I say, I love that you've got like Corey's family. is like very middle class nuclear family, isn't it? Um, and then you've got his best friend. I can't remember his best friend's name. Um, uh, it was, um, I was going to say, uh, Sean. Sean. Yes, that's it, Sean. And Sean didn't come from a great family, did he himself? So you no. had like those two different... Like backgrounds, and and that came into play, didn't it? In the in the show, and sometimes they'd have fallouts almost over there, like because you know Corey almost didn't understand certain things and had yeah. to learn that you know life. His friends don't have the same experience as him and don't see the world in the same way as him, and that yeah. was interesting as well. Well, I watched a sort of like clip on YouTube um, before we'd even decided was going to do this um, yeah. episode about how um, so basically Sean joins a cult because he doesn't feel sort of loved in this sort of cult brings him in and makes him feel loved. Is this one later sort of it, I think it was when it, when it was a bit older, yeah. But um like the ending effectively it's Corey giving Sean a hug just saying you are loved. We we care for you. You don't need this. And it's just a nice little the friendship really is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and like I, said, I just I remember that relationship feeling really organic between him and Topanga. And yeah, sometimes it can be a bit I don't know almost a little bit cringy, can't it, in these yeah. children's shows, whereas it, it felt like a real relationship and, well, maybe not a real one, maybe that's why it felt different because, it, you know, they felt more adult perhaps than, than, than you know, a children's romance would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was never a show that felt like it was talking down to you. No, definitely not. Did have you, you have watched you ever... it? Oh, go on. Sorry, I was going to say, before you go on to the spin-off, which I assume you're going to, just yeah. say, have you ever gone back and watched the ending where they're saying goodbye to Mr. Feeney? No, I don't think I... I seem to remember. Just the last season, are they actually at college as well? They've left um, high school. Yeah, they're at college at that point. Yes, I've got like I've got memories of that like a little bit. Um, but it was one of those shows that actually I think I would like to rewatch because I picked you know because it was before you could record TV shows and before we had streaming. Yeah. So you know, I just missed certain episodes uh, and just yeah. See, I definitely did it. as well. But I do. I, it's really weird that I do remember just watching the ending and like so. I must have been really obsessed with it to sort of make sure I sat down and tuned in for the finale mm. um, but yeah they're all saying effectively goodbye and um, thank you to um, Mr. Feely and saying how important he is in their life of in their life or had been which was yeah just really nice because like I said this Mr. Feeney character is just so lovely I've also just realized it's not Ben Savage it's Fred Savage I think who's um, in I think I'm getting confused with the Savages are they related Yes, they're brothers. About they do look alike. Yeah. Uh, he was in The Princess Bride, yeah. So I'm thinking of Fred Savage who was in The Princess Bride. Oh, right, okay. So yeah. But yeah, they do look identical. Uh, yeah, yeah, have so you watched say, the spin-off at all? I, I haven't watched any of it. I don't know anything about it. it. Watching some of the trailers, it did look a bit more sort of 
modern Disney comedy. I did. I remember reading up about it though when it all got released because they knew that a lot of people loved it and have obviously grown up like the actors, you know, are in their twenties, thirties, yeah. whatever. Um, that they did say they were trying to make the show f- for both, you know, for the new generation growing up like we did with it, as well as for those returning to see their lives. So I don't know if maybe they do it with like. You know, there's a bit more focus on the adults and maybe more on Disney show. I'm not sure. or um, But I would be interested to sort of watch a few episodes and see if it does give anything to make someone our age want to watch it as well. Yeah. No, I'd be intrigued. Maybe, like I said, when um, my kids are a bit older, yeah, I'll get them to rewatch it and come around, but we'll watch it together. We'll have a marathon. Yeah. I think we they'll be old enough to have a marathon of Boy Meets World. I think, I don't know if you can, because obviously kids will be told, but I think you should try and make them watch it. Um, each year, you know, of the age that um, Corey is and have them yeah. grow up with that. I think that'd be such a cool experience to have. I but, think I'd agree with that. But I don't know. Maybe it'd be too dated by them for them to even watch. Yeah. Also, I've just read here that um, it was also very sort of, it wasn't controversial, but it had such a big cultural impact in terms of um, Sean had a relationship with Angela, who was a black woman. And for a kid's show on a major television network at that time, that was su- well, it was a rarity for even an adult show, but for a kids' show, and it was really sort of rewarded for that because they basically the the writer in sh- made sure that she sort of um, wanted to prove that the characters were living in sort of a colorblind world. It didn't matter what race anyone was, and it's really quite again quite groundbreaking for the time. A lot of it. That's cool, and like you say, it was it, it was that as well. Because I say that I remember Sean having a black girlfriend, but I don't remember thinking Sean has a black girlfriend. Just you know yeah. mean. No, exactly. It was just Sean's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so they obviously they achieved their aims there, then, didn't they? Yeah, they did well. For. No, great series, and I'm glad with because not that many people I'm aware of have heard of it either. So it's really? nice that you actually. Yeah, it's really nice that you have. Well, I guess you know. Think about it as well. Like I don't. We were piss poor growing. Like we had no money growing up, but for some reason we had. I remember having like a three year period where we had the Disney Channel. Yeah. And then we went quite a few years without it because obviously it cost quite a lot. Um. So yeah, but I, so I don't know why. So I've got this. Really, I've got. This, I had this. I remember making the most of that sort of two, three year period where I watched loads of Disney Channel shows, and then I, uh, and then we didn't have it again for a while. Um, but yeah, maybe that's because of that. Because if you didn't have the Disney Channel, you couldn't watch it. I don't think, would you? I can't remember it being no, on terrestrial. TV. I don't remember it being on anything else. But yeah, great. Which show. is another reason why my number one choice, I think, probably for those who didn't have Disney Channel, won't have heard of it. So I don't think. I think it was only on that. Okay. I'm intrigued what this one is then. Yeah, so... your number one choice? Yes, let's do it. So my number one choice is a TV show that had... A a children's TV show that... Literally, I've watched like clips and stuff. It did not feel like a children. It felt like a show for adults to watch rather than um, that because the tone was really dark. The jokes were quite dry and sarcastic at times. Babe Station wasn't on Disney Channel. Sorry, I have to call the number number one. Just give me a few minutes. <laughs> but this was a detective style show, but set in a high school. But all the children acted like adults. In fact, I don't think there was ever an adult in it. I don't seem to remember. And it was called Fillmore. Was it an animation? Yeah. Yeah, I've got very, very vague recollections of it, but I don't remember ever watching it. Yeah, it was really cool. It was uh, it was a high school sort of TV show. Um, but it was like a police drama. Like he was like a detective. So I think they were hall monitors, but the hall monitors were like police officers and they had someone in charge of the sort of um, 
hall monitors who was like, you know, that sort of coffee drinking, shouting sergeant you get in these sort of police um, things. Like, you know, Fillmore, if you were, if you mess this case up, that's you done. You know, that type of like really taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there being a sort of, again, there was arcs, characters came up again and and things that happened had consequences later on, which I don't remember, like I said, film children's shows, they often reset the world at the end of every episode. Yes. Um, where there was this, there was the equivalent of a serial killer in the show. Ooh, and it on. was a... Sorry, um, say that again. So there was an equivalent of a like serial killer on the show. Um, but he was like a serial graffiti artist that they were tracking down. And, and like Fillmore would, you know, like all the text shows, would always catch the bad guy by the end. Um, but he didn't always with, with this yeah. one. And yeah, so he would go around and, and draw things. And I remember at one point they've arrested him um, at the end of the episode. And, you know, that's just it, you think. And then uh, maybe the next season, there's another graffiti artist. But the first one was locked away, and they can't catch this new one. So it can't He's like be a him. copycat, so they have to go to the oh. sort of a jail, which is basically where these people he apparently has to spend every lunchtime. And it's almost like uh, Silence of the Lambs. I was going to say, is it like um, Animal Lecter? It's literally it's exactly that. But obviously, I watched Fillmore before I'd watched that, so I had to like you know after I watched Silence of the Lambs, I was like, oh my god, they literally did Silence of the Lambs for a children's show. That's brilliant. I'm intrigued about this now. Honestly, it was it was so so good. And like um, I said, I've got I've got an excuse to watch kids shows again. Yeah, definitely. Not well, that you ever it, need an excuse to watch kids shows. I feel like you could watch this as an adult. Do you know what I'm going to check? Is this on Disney Plus? I've not seen it on Disney Plus because I, I went through Disney Plus while researching for this topic. And no, I it's not. Seeing it. I think yeah. the problem was I think it was originally on a channel called ABC, which is in America. Yeah, and then it got shown on. Uh, they like, yeah, on Disney. So um, I watched it on Disney, but um, yeah, it was so so good. That's a well, I would say a good shout, but I've not actually seen it. But I liked it. Yeah, I recommend it if you can. I, I imagine you'll probably have to find a dodgy online site to to find Quite it. So possibly. I, yeah. I don't think it's on anything. Let's go check now and just watch. Which, although we're not sponsored by Just Watch, if. Like me and Mark, you have got loads of streaming sites, uh, and sometimes you just want to watch a specific film or TV show. Just watch. You just tap it, and it tells you what streaming service on. It's really good. <laughs> um, Is it on anything? It doesn't even come up as anything. No. <laughs> it's like not even on Just Watch. <laughs> what are we doing next week, then? Well, before we move on quickly, mm-hmm. um, we've had... A few comments on a post I did about Disney Plus. Oh, nice. Um, someone has, well, say someone, Kim has uh, commented, who I Shout assume out, Kim. is Kim from, yeah, from your work. I say I assume. I know exactly it's Kim from your work. <laughs> 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 um, says that she used to love Pepper Ann, but no one remembers it. Have you ever heard of this show? Because I, I've it rings got it a up bell. Here. Yeah, ginger-haired teen with um, glasses. But I can't yeah. remember much more than that. Did she play football? I definitely watched it. Well, soccer. Again, can't remember. Kim, if you're listening to this... Yeah, if you're listening to let me know, yeah. Did she play football or soccer? She also said, like you, smart guy. Nice. Re- recess. Nice. And Hannah Montana. Yeah, I mean, that was never a show for me personally. No, but exactly. incredibly right. successful and popular, so... Uh, I definitely watched it because of my sister as well. Was please, had a if your sister's listening to this, please comment on Facebook if you're like, mm, I never watched Hannah Montana, so he watched that on his I'm own. Fa- I'm fairly sure she's going to say she never watched Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been as well, because so 
as well. Sally, who was on last week, has also commented. Mm-hmm. And she nice. said, um, smart guy has to be on there. A lot of love for smart guy. Uh, nice. Wizards of Waverly Place. Never heard of that one. I've heard it. Oh, I think... I can't remember what her name is. There's an actress who's pretty big and slash. Is it Selena Gomez? I feel I like Selena say, Gomez, Selena is, Gomez is on it. Someone like who's yeah, some singer. Yeah, or is it Demi Lovato? Was she? It? Yeah, maybe it's Demi Lovato. Disney. But yeah, both of those potentially in that. Apologise for wrong. Um, also another Hannah Montana. So, nice. um, my cousins Sally being one of them and her sister Jane. They used to come around our house a lot during the summer holidays. Um, Mum would look after them. So it could be that they came over and we watched that, all of us. I do think uh, Hannah Montana is like an interesting concept, though. Because it was the idea... Yeah. Was, was Hannah super Montana identity, her singing identity? Yes. And then when she wasn't a singer, she had another identity. And was that her real... I can't remember what her real name is. No, I can't remember now. Miley Cyrus. On the show. Yes, that's it. That's the real person's name. Is, yes. is that what she went by on Hannah Montana as well? Yeah. See, that's... Yeah, because her dad was on it, who's um, Billy Ray Cyrus. And was he Billy Ray... Hard. Yeah. Well, well, and um, Old Road Town, Old Town Road. Old Town Road, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so Hannah Montana, she's also said Recess. Yeah, uh, sure. Phil of the Future, another one not watched. No. And That's So Raven. That's So Raven, I probably should have put on as a honourable mention. Honourable mention. Sweet I, life, really, because I did watch quite I, a lot of it. I put honourable, not honourable mention, I put uh, That's So Raven on my list of ideas, but then I panicked and said... Um, uh, Phineas and Ferb and said I said, said I panicked I decided that one was the one for me but yeah so that's everyone's list who's messaged in I look forward do you know what I'm looking forward to you know a few weeks time we should do Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network as well yeah I think I think we should definitely do the old old school kids shows that we watch but sort of keep it specifically to that so not not do an overall sort of top kids TV shows but keep Nickelodeon Cartoon Network CITV CBBC maybe have those two as one because I don't think there's as many um but yeah, and then it will sort of like show all the kids' TV shows and have a bit of nostalgia to it, which I think yeah, people definitely. Like. I'm just looking now. There's so many good ones for Nickelodeon as well. Oh, Nickelodeon! I've already made my list. Have you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I just struggle. enjoy making these lists. <laughs> <laughs> I think my problem is if I made them too early, I think I'd change them. Or yeah, yeah. I'd be like, mm, I don't like this list anymore. I have to <laughs> I have to do it sort of a couple of days before. And then See, I think it. I have changed my Disney show one because it's in my other book. But I'm pretty sure Gummy Bears and Boy Meets World were always on the list. <laughs> Gummy Bears, I will need to. I'm going to go on YouTube after this and have a look. I think. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to I'm going to post out the theme tune to this when we release the episode. Did Gummy Bears get referenced in Rugrats? No, because that's a Nickelodeon show. Oh right. Gummy Bears got referenced in Ducktales. No. That's all I know. <laughs> Which was another great show. I thought and it was a, another. Wait, no, Ducktales, I'm no. thinking of Mighty Ducks. Yeah, you are thinking of Mighty Ducks. Ducktales was um Huey Huey Dewey and. Louis? Yeah. Um, Donald Duck's nephews and uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, I don't think I remember. I, I've, I can picture them, but I don't think I've ever really watched it. I think it yeah, gets, so yeah, oh, that's flicking that, through that, TV. Yeah, that and Tailspin were two shows I remember watching when flicking through, but not being obsessed with. Mm. But I know the reboot of DuckTales, um, Scrooge McDuck's played by David Tennant, which is quite a big actor. Yeah, nice one. But yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, what are we going to do next week? That is the question. Is it are we doing bands or are we doing something different? Oh, yes, we are doing bands. Ignore yeah. me. We're doing bands, aren't we? And we're hoping. Um, we've already had some emails. Have we? Yep. Just so you know, it's only been a day since um, we recorded uh, the last last week's episode. So, yeah, already having some emails is pretty awesome. And um, I, I feel like this is where we're going to get the most hate. Because 
Uh, you, you know, we're obviously going to miss so many big bands off. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I've been <laughs> I've been sitting there with um, Horatio going through some of the songs or some of the bands that I want to include. It's like, oh, but what about this one? And then reading some of the emails, I'm like, oh, that one needs to be there. It's so <laughs> difficult. One of them I've cheated on. It's um, I'm not going to say too much, but I've definitely cheated on it, and you will definitely have a go at me because effectively <laughs> it, it makes my choices six out you, instead you, of five. Can you hear my rage when you picked it? Like, must have kick off you. <laughs> Absolutely, but you picked FIFA as an underrated video game franchise. So, and Hogs of War, hey, one which wasn't hey, a franchise, and one which is definitely Hogs not. Hogs of War <laughs> two. Let's make this happen. <laughs> So I don't think you're allowed to say anything because you've cheated a few times so far. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> right. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, who got to this part. And if you can guess my favourite type of Apple, Mike will have to upgrade his next phone to an Apple product. Well, you know that's never going to happen, even if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not going to happen? Never going to happen. Okay, what about... We, we all know your favourite type of apple is Cox. Cox apple? Is that a real apple? I, I want to say so. <laughs> you just want to say Cox. <laughs> just for the joke, yeah. It would have been Pink Lady. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Co- sweet. Cox apples. Orange Pippin. But they're referred to in Britain as Cox. Well, what about then if you... <laughs> You're really determined to make this a thing, aren't you? Yeah. What about if you can guess my favourite cereal growing up, then Mike will have to eat nothing but that cereal for a week. As long as there's a good one, I've got no issues with that. Okay, I'm going to tell you now, obviously you have to bring this out, Golden Nuggets. Oh, they were good, but they're not very nice when you're adults. (laughs) Well, they're they're far too sweet. (laughs) I want you to blog eating this for a week. (laughs) Just me sitting there, my lunch breaks, eating it. I wonder what you'll do. You, you know, I, we, we, we like lose loads of weight because it's just like this, pure a, sugar um, and burn straight off. I was going to say, what's that uh, McDonald's documentary? Supersize super me. Size me. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a, the supersized version of the cereal world. Maybe I'll be kind and you've maybe got to do it for a longer time, but it's breakfast only. You've got to commit to like 20 days of having it for your breakfast rather than every <laughs> single meal. We'll see. I think that's fair. <laughs> Right, uh, thanks again for everyone who got to this part, and we'll see you next week with Top 5 Bands. Bye, everyone. All right, bye then. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, should we we say follow us on social media? Let's do that whole spill quickly. Oh, yeah, do, (laughs) because... It is the ending of the show. I actually, in some ways, are preferring my... my, The social media numbers are easier to track than our listen numbers, isn't it, sometimes? So, yeah, uh, yeah, let's feel happy. So, yeah, follow us on Twitter, Facebook... Instagram at Mammon Podcast, or feel free to always email in your top fives to mammonpodcast at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Wonderful chaos. Twat. <laughs> um, we were so unorganised. I know. <laughs>